0: Welcome to the Duhawk Digest, the podcast that keeps you informed on all things Loras College. In this episode, we'll be taking a look at the different offerings available through the Loras College graduate programs. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and joining me today are Heidi Nelson, the Director of Graduate and Continuing Education Programs, and Megan Henderson, the Director of Admission for Graduate and Postbaccalaureate Programs. welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi. Thanks. It's good to be here.
0: Well, thank (laughs) you for taking the time to to talk with me about the graduate programs. And we're going to dive right in. Okay. So what graduate and continuing education programs are offered by Loris College?
1: So I'll go ahead and take that one or give it a start anyway. So we have currently four graduate programs that are being offered um, for admission to acceptance. Uh, There's the Masters of Athletic Training, Masters of Arts in Counseling, Masters of Arts in School Counseling, and Masters of Arts in General Psychology.
2: And then we also have some career changer options. So we have a post-baccalaureate pre-medical pre-health program, a mental health counselor pathway to licensure, school counseling pathway to licensure, and a secondary education teacher licensure program.
1: And then uh, just this Starting in the fall, we will be having a uh, new graduate certificate, and that is a graduate certificate in applied analytics. So brand new program that we're starting up. It'll be ready for students to enter in the fall.
0: Okay, so expanding the offerings as of right now. So mm-hmm. yeah. and some of these are relatively new. So let's actually start. The very first one you listed is the MAT program, the Yes, Masters in Athletic Training. So what can you tell me about that particular program?
2: That's a uh, two-year program. It begins in the summer, um, and students. The cool thing about it is students actually get um, hands-on clinical experience their first semester in the program. Um, it is the only active athletic training program in the tri-state area currently, and um, our our cohorts for the program are are growing. So it's um, becoming pretty well known around the region, and um, we're really excited about. Um, about the program and the direction it's, it's heading. And the pass rate, the first-time pass rate for students taking their, um, their board exam, I don't know the Board of name, Certification but, exam. Yeah, mm-hmm. is higher, much higher here at Loris than the national average. So um, really strong program. Um, there are quite a few prerequisite courses that students need to have in order to be eligible for admission into the program. So if students are interested in athletic training, that's just something to be aware of. Um, They want to be sure they're taking those specific courses during their undergrad so that they are um, eligible. So we have the Master of Athletic Training, which is a two-year program, but then at Loris we also have a three-plus-two athletic training program. So students can actually complete their bachelor's degree in kinesiology and the Master of Athletic Training in just five years, which is um, a huge um, selling point and uh, a great opportunity for them to complete two degrees in a shorter amount of time.
0: So that's really a come here as an undergrad, stay here through your graduate program, and get right out into your profession within five years. Yes. Exactly.
2: Mm -hmm. And um, the standards are actually changing for the field of athletic training. So is it 2022? 2020, actually. Yes, 2020. So this year. So -hmm. um, so students will need to have a master's degree in order to be certified athletic trainers. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of another reason that the program is growing um, because students will have to have this credential in order to actually practice out in the in the field, no pun intended.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, for this three and two program, how how unique is that? At least in our area, in our region, let alone mm-hmm. you know beyond beyond just Iowa or yeah. the the Midwest.
2: I think it's pretty unique. I personally haven't heard of any others. Doesn't mean they don't exist, but um, I haven't heard of any. So um, the other plus to that is that students doing the three plus two program um, actually only have to pay, f- they get to pay four years of undergraduate tuition and then only one year of graduate tuition so it saves them money too. So that's why we encourage students um, you know, coming out of high school who are interested in this, you know, think about doing a three plus two because this will actually save you money in the long run as opposed to having to pay two full years of graduate tuition. And students actually who are
1: at Loris who are currently playing a sport uh, and are worried about, oh, well, I lose my you know year of eligibility, they can actually continue to play that sport in their fourth year when they're starting the Masters of Athletic Training program. And so our faculty and the coaches just work together to make sure that the student can continue to be successful, both in the sport and in the classroom. Okay.
0: Right, so... The next program we can take a look at is the Counseling Program. Mm-hmm. And what's, what can you tell me about the Counseling? Now, that's been around for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what information can you share on that?
2: This program, uh, Master of in Counseling Program, has been around for over 40 years. So it's uh, really well-known and respected um, in the tri-state area. Our faculty have a lot of great connections with um, social service agencies in the area, um, mental health facilities, clinics, hospitals, those types of things. This degree prepares students um, to become licensed mental health counselors. Um, That's what they're called here in Iowa. Like in Wisconsin, they're called licensed professional counselors. So it might might be some different nomenclature, but it's essentially the same job and the same license. Um, And you can fairly easily transfer your license from state to state because being in the tri-state area, we have so many students that end up getting jobs in Wisconsin or Illinois. So um, we just like to put that out there that you're not locked in to staying in Iowa if you – Um, graduate uh, from a, a program in the state
1: our program meets all Iowa State board standards. So when students leave, there's no extra classes that they have to take in order to become licensed. Uh, What we're working on is actually making sure that it's the same in Wisconsin and Illinois. So that way, a student leaves here, they want to go work in Wisconsin right away, there's no hoops that they have to jump through. So really trying to work to make it more versatile and uh, able to be used in any state at any time, even if that means right after graduation.
2: Okay. We are also working towards KCREP accreditation, which is a very common question that we get. So um, that's, that's a good thing. We already actually meet the academic standards for KCREP, but um, we are working on getting the, the formal accreditation
0: through them. So. And what is is KCREP for those like me who don't know?
2: So I can't
1: even tell you what the letters mean, but I can describe what it is. So um, similar to our athletic training program, um, there's an external accrediting body. And um, so our athletic training program is called Katie. Um, So it's basically the Commission for Athletic Training Education. So KCREP is essentially the external accrediting agency for mental health counseling. It also um, has – there's like 10 different programs that KCREP actually accredits. And so what that means, though, is that um, some states are actually passing laws or regulations for their state boards that said if a student – wants to, or a mental health counselor wants to practice in their state, they have to graduate from a KCREP accredited program. And that's why this question is so important and why it's so important for Loris to move towards that KCREP accreditation, because that way it will assure that if a student wants to go practice in Florida and Florida has that requirement, they can do that without any problem. Otherwise, what would happen is that a student may have to take additional courses, they may have to complete something extra in that state in order to be able to practice um, as a licensed mental health counselor there. So um, it's a very, it's a little bit of a lengthy process. It will take 15 to 18 months, uh, but when we get done with it, we can say that we are a KCREP accredited program, and that's something that's very unique to this area and should be a bigger draw um, for our students
0: okay. so another program that we have then is the school counseling so school specific what can you tell me about that one
2: yeah so that program as is, is for students who want to work in a through k-12 setting as a um, professional licensed professional school counselor so uh, this program meets um, state of iowa the board of education requirements um, to to get your school counseling license uh, this program is growing really fast. I think it is our largest graduate program currently. Um, it's becoming really well-known in the tri-state area. The program director has a lot of ties. Um, I believe she was president of the School Counseling Association in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. um, so she's really connected. Uh, there's currently 100% job placement rate for this program, as well as for the Master of Arts in Counseling. I forgot to mention that earlier. Um, so that's we're really proud of that. Uh, This program can actually be completed in two years. Um, It's a little bit shorter, it's a 39 credit program. And uh, for, um, for counseling and for our general psychology program and school counseling, all the courses are offered in the evenings, which is great because then working professionals can go to grad school while continuing their careers. So each class is held just one night per week in the evenings Um, from either like 4 to 6.30 or perhaps a little later. So um, a frequent
1: question we get when we're interviewing students for those programs is, can I work? Can I still have a job? Or I'm coming back to school. I have a family. How conducive is this program to that? And so we have students who work full-time. We have students who work part-time. We have students who work full-time and have a family and go to school full-time. And so our program directors are really working with these students to make sure that they can still be successful despite all of the other challenges that might be happening in their lives. And I think that's something that's very cool and very unique to Loris um, because not every university and graduate program would operate that way. mm
2: mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So you said this is a two- year program and Correct. we know that athletic training you had mentioned is also two-year. Can we let's right. go back to the just the, the general counseling where how many years is that? what's the the time frame on that one?
2: Yeah, counseling um, is a 60 credit program so that will take a little bit longer. Students can finish it in three years. Um, so on average, most are doing between three, three and a half. Um, you can stretch it out even longer if you you know, are very, very busy and only want to take, you know, one or two courses at a time. So that's another nice thing um, about the programs is you can kind of move at your own pace. You have to finish it within seven years total, but um, you're not really locked into like a cohort, strict cohort format.
0: Okay. So it's, it's much more of a, at the students kind of to fit their schedule Mm -hmm. to make it work. So if they're working and they can't do a full load for every semester, they can Mm -hmm. kind of tailor it to to fit their lifestyle. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. So then that leaves the the last in terms of the the graduate program that mm-hmm. is would be the psychology.
1: Yes. So our general psych program actually uh, correlates or coincides with the school or the, excuse me, sorry, the counseling program. So they have the same program director, uh, Gen Psych and Counseling, and some of the courses actually overlap. However, the Gen Psych program is nice because it's a lot smaller. It's only 39 credits. So again, somebody can complete it in a much faster timeline looking at about that two-year mark.
2: And this program doesn't lead to any licensure. It's really kind of uh, more of a, a broad professional development degree for students who are interested in psychology and want to enhance their knowledge in that field um, but don't necessarily want to become licensed counselors Um, so they'll get a graduate degree and a great one um, but it's it's just kind of more broad and doesn't lead to any specific licensure. Students are using it to uh, maybe get a promotion at a current
1: job, uh, using it to expand their marketability, uh, to go look for a new job. Some individuals um, actually are using the degree to further enhance themselves here at Loris. So we have a lot of Loris employees who go through or have gone through our Gen Psych program, and I think it's been a really good fit for a lot of our employees to be able to meet the needs of students in higher education.
0: Okay, so that's the master's program, kind of like a, yeah, a high over, yeah, overhead look at, at all those programs. So then you also mentioned there's the career changer programs. Yeah. And so, what what's yeah. yeah what what programs kind of fill in, fall into that court category?
2: The biggest one would be our post baccalaureate pre medical slash pre health program.
0: It's easy for you to say, right? I know.
2: <laughs> it's about as long as our titles. Um, this is a a newer program that we launched um, in summer 2018. I believe was our first uh, cohort, um, and it is a it's a program meant for students who have a bachelor's degree in an area other than science, um, but have now decided that they actually want to become doctors or vets or optometrists or dermatologists, um, basically just work in a professional health field um, that requires um, med school or professional health um, programs. So they need to take the prerequisite courses needed in order to get into med school, vet school, dental, um, that kind of thing. So this program gives them those courses, and they can finish it in one year. If they begin in the summer, you can start the program in spring or fall, um, but that might just kind of uh, elongate the time to completion a little bit, but um, we are somewhat flexible in that. The greatest thing, in my opinion, about this program is that we have a dedicated um, pre-health advisor who works very, very closely with students and gives them a lot of personalized attention, and she is a medical doctor herself, so she is very well versed in uh, what's required in order to get into med school, what that process would look like, um, extra things that you can be doing to make yourself a competitive applicant. You know, shadowing, volunteering, research experience, um, those types of things. So she is an invaluable resource um, that I, I don't think many post-bac uh, pre-med programs have an MD as their actual advisor who's here on campus with them. Um, she teaches in the program, too. So it's a really small program. We do that intentionally so that students can, you know, really get all um, the, the attention that they need to make them, you know, successful and um, and competitive applicants for, for med school. So we have our first uh, group of students fin- who finished the program in May 2019, and they um, I believe they took their MCATs already, and now they're currently in the interview process for med schools, so we're excited to see, hear how um, how that goes, but it sounds like they've been getting a lot of um, interviews, so we're, we're excited for them, and um, yeah, it's it's a really strong, unique program.
1: It is the only one in Iowa that is a true yeah. post-bac career changer program, mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty unique to us. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but we have applicants from all over the country for that program. So, um, it's something that's very unique to the area, but also is drawing people, um, to Loris from everywhere. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We have students, um, in the program who moved here from California, New York, Washington state, Nebraska. Um, we have a couple starting next summer from Oregon. So, um, it's pretty amazing that, um, these adults are so driven to, to really completely change their career paths and uproot their lives to come to Dubuque and, and do this program. So um, that speaks, speaks a lot to the quality of, of the program here. So in addition to that, we have um, three licensure programs. Um, so I'll just touch on those real quick. The Mental Health Counselor Pathway to Licensure is for students who already have a master's degree um, in a, a psychology-related field but now want to come back and become licensed mental health counselors. So this program allows them to take just the specific coursework that's needed in order to become licensed. So they don't have to do a full program, just whatever um, remaining coursework they need to become licensed. School Counseling Pathway to Licensure is the same idea um, for students who already have a master's degree in kind of a psychology-related field um, and now want to become school counselors, so they can come back and take the specific coursework required to get their school counseling license. Um, and for both those programs, that includes internships and practicums as well. So they're still getting that um, experience. And then, lastly, a secondary education teacher licensure program is for students who already have a bachelor's degree um, in uh, a specific area. Um, they didn't; they weren't education majors, but so they have the bachelor's degree. and Now they've decided they want to come back and become teachers. So this program, um, they can take the specific coursework required in order to become. Um, License to teach in a specific area. And then um, sort of a continuing ed
1: program, but relates to graduate programs, is the new graduate certificate in applied analytics. So uh, that conversations have been going on about that for a couple of months now. We've put together the curriculum, so it'll be a 15-credit program uh, that students can complete in one year. Uh, There's not necessarily any true prerequisites for the program, so um, if a student from Loris who has um, a degree in something other than business wants to enroll in the program, that opportunity is open. Uh, They are encouraged to have some sort of statistics background, to have taken at least a statistics class that may help them a little bit more in the program, Um, but it's a very cool new opportunity offering for loris it will target both our current students and those out in the community who are already working and so i think i'm hoping it'll have this really nice blend of new grads from loris who want one more something from loris before they say see you later Um, but also just come with uh, years of experience and knowledge from community members who decide, yes, I really want um, to know more about analytics. And so, a lot of people think applied analytics and are like, "What in the world is that?" I know Scary. I said that yeah. when I first came in. I'm like, "I don't, I don't quite understand what this means." Um, and so, really, it's all about data and companies have data in everything. We have data in everything. How many of us have spreadsheets about something? So we have data and it's really how to use that data to make informed decisions. And I think that's what's really cool is that not a lot of companies are using their data to make informed decisions. Not a lot of us know really what to do with that data. We have it, but we don't know what to do with it. And that will really help um, students and employers to see, okay, what can I do to make that next step? How do we decide to take that next step? And this really helps that focus on on using the data, um, different programs to operate, and then being able to successfully make a decision. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and that being a new program, when is it? When are prospective students available to actually apply?
2: Yeah. Um, in the next week or so, we yeah. are working on getting the um, the webpage and the application up and ready. Early February, students can start applying
1: for that program. And the program will start in the fall. It'll have the start time of um, the traditional fall classes, and it will be a hybrid model. And so uh, students will be able to take some of the material online. They'll have a certain night of week that the course will meet just via technology, and then they'll have one weekend Um, over the span of the eight weeks where they'll come to Loris and do a Saturday-Sunday course here. So a little bit similar to how our current executive MBA program is operating, so similar structure, but it allows the students to really um, just keep in touch with Loris, but not necessarily feel like they have to be here Monday through Friday um, for courses. Mm
0: -hmm. So not just for the uh, graduate certificate for Applied Analytics, but for all of the different graduate programs we have, if, if there's somebody who's a prospective student, they're interested and they want to learn more about Loris in general or about these programs, what what's the first step that they should take?
2: Yeah, the nice thing about Loris is um, because we are small, um, we can offer a ton of personalized attention to um, not only current students, but prospective students too. So anyone who's interested can get in touch with me. Um, my email address is all over the graduate webpage, um, And I would be happy to set up a meeting um, for the prospective student and the program director in whatever program they're interested in, so they can just sit down. There's no pressure. It's just um, a casual kind of get to know you and, and see how the program can help you achieve your goals and make sure it's a good fit for you and vice versa. Um, so that's – I always encourage students to do that. Um, I think that's the best way to, to get a fit feel uh, if the program's going to be a good fit for you.
0: Yeah, would you mind quick mm-hmm. just sharing your, yeah. your email address? Oh, sure. Just, uh...
2: It's Megan, uh, dot henderson at loris.edu, and it's just regular Megan, M-E-G-A-N.
0: Okay.
2: Um, and then Henderson is S-O-N at the end. Uh, so, yeah, feel free to, to reach out. and be happy to set that up. I also meet with students quite a bit um, just to talk through the, the application enrollment process if they have questions about that, financial aid. Um, but really meeting with the program director is um, the, the biggest thing I would recommend. And then in addition to, um, we also offer something called Dinner with the Hawk. So we have current students in our um, counseling and school counseling programs. And I hope to expand this to the other programs soon. Um, but current students who... We'll sit down and have a meal with a prospective student in the pub. So, again, super casual, low-pressure setting. Um, And the pub is uh, just a a food dining facility here in the Alumni Campus Center on campus. Uh, We provide the meal tickets, so there's no cost to you, but you can just sit and have a meal with them and talk to them about what grad school is really like because sometimes prospective students are maybe afraid to ask questions to the program director, or to me. Um, so you can ask the students, you know, anything that you really want to know and get a true sense for, for what it's like to be a grad student here at Loris. So that's also an awesome way to to get a feel for um, if, if Loris is a good fit for you. So we've been scheduling quite a bit of those lately too. Um, and then we also do campus tours as well. Um, grad students typically spend most of their time in usually one building on campus, so they don't necessarily need like full-blown tours of campus, but we get a lot of students who still want to see how beautiful our campus is, so um, we're happy to set that up too.
0: Okay, so they come to campus, they, they fall in love with Laura, so they really want to move forward with it. What's, what's the, uh, the process for applying and, and then ultimately being accepted into a gro- graduate program?
2: Yeah. Um, in general, there we do not require the GRE for any of our graduate programs. Um, and then I'm gonna put Master Athletic Training and the post-bac pre-med program aside for a second. Um, for counseling, general psychology, and school counseling, it's basically the same process for all three. Um, it's a free online application, there's no application fee. You submit your official transcripts, a resume, personal statement, and three letters of recommendation. Um, you can submit those things at any time. We do rolling admissions here. Um, so you can submit those at any time throughout the year, as long as it's before the deadline. And then whenever I receive all the materials, whether that's a year before you start the program or a month before you start the program, um, that's when we will review your file and um, reach out to you to set up your interview for an admission decision. Um, If the interview is successful and if you meet all the admission requirements, um, we will extend the offer of admission. And um, the enrollment process after that is pretty straightforward. Um, confirmation deposit, register for classes, and then we have an orientation, of course, um, to get students acclimated and ready for the program. Um, Mass Athletic Training is, is a little different. Students will apply through a third-party external site um, called ATCAS, so it's Athletic Training Centralized Application System. Um, so that whole process is, uh, is kind of laid out on, the, on our MAT webpage, so students can check that out for more information. Uh, post pre-med is students will also apply through a third-party external site called Postback CAS, so the Postback Laureate Centralized Application System, um, and those directions are also listed on the Postback our Postback uh, web page as well. So I think that's that covers kind of the general process. We, I'm really the the kind of your person um, for the enrollment process, so we try and keep it personalized and streamlined um, and as efficient. As possible, especially because, you know, we have a lot of adult students who are um, going through this process and it can be a little intimidating or overwhelming. So we try and make it as um, we try and make this application admission process, the least painful part of all of it mm-hmm. so that it's, um, you know, you can get in um, and just get going on classes. Cause that's, that's the exciting part.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for taking part. Uh, so Heidi Nelson, Megan Henderson, thank you for joining us and sharing your expertise on the graduate programs.
2: Thanks for having us. Yes, yeah. thanks. This was yeah. fun. And
0: I'm sure we'll, we'll probably invite you back in future episodes when we kind of probably dive into each individual program a little bit more as we go forward. So That would so be great. So you're on notice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> all right, and, and thank you to all who listened in our discussion. And we hope you enjoyed the conversation and will join us for the next Do Hawk Digest.